So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I am still battling a little something-something here, so I do apologize if I sound a bit uh, stuffy. That's what's going on. Um, Today, we're talking about a really interesting question I got asked. I had spoken at a Promise Keepers event recently, and my favorite part of speaking... uh, Well, I mean, I've been speaking for a long time, probably since I was about 19 or 20, but when I've focused a little bit more on sexuality and sexual health and pornography, my favorite thing has become the Q and A's. It it was always like that. I love doing panels and, you know, just it's fun to kind of interact with people a bit more. And, and really it's fun to give answers that you know are specifically relevant to the people. Um, because, you know, sometimes when you prep a talk for an audience, you're, you're guessing a little bit and you're trying to figure out what's going to really make mean the most to them. But when it's Q&A, you can just answer it head on and you know that this is going um, to hit, this is going to be what they need. So today we're, we're addressing a question that I got asked recently at uh, an event that I spoke at. Uh, really quickly, before I get into it, I just want to say thanks to those of you who have left ratings and reviews for our podcast. Um, my goodness, it just continues to confound me the amount of people that we're reaching on a daily basis now. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't, I honestly can't believe it. Uh, we are reaching just obscene amounts of people in all kinds of places, and it would not happen without you guys. Um, you know, it's crazy. This podcast started uh, almost a year ago. Uh, pretty soon, we're actually about to hit the uh, the one year anniversary of this uh, glorious podcast. It's been so much fun. Uh, we launched it as The New Man, uh, and here we are as Unleash the Man within a year later. You know, it's funny, when I first, um, the first episode I launched, I think had like, well, we actually launched about 10 episodes at once. I think um, we had a bit of a, a base to kind of go off of. But I think, I mean, it was, it was pitiful. It was like maybe 20, 30 downloads. And one of the things that I was advised um, when I first started the podcast was like, hey, don't, uh, don't like look at the numbers, just create your content and like focus on that and then check the numbers later, like wait till you get some growth. And um, anyway, um, I didn't do that initially. I looked and I got super discouraged and I was like, okay, that's why you don't look. And so I stopped, you know, I stopped checking for a while and then um, kind of got curious the last few months just about, okay, where are we at? And it's been amazing. So, you know, we have on average about 400 downloads a day on the podcast. Um, we are at about 45,000 downloads. By the time this episode comes out, we'll have crossed 45,000 all-time downloads. Um, it's just crazy the number of countries we reach and everything else. And all, all it says to me, like, I don't really care about the numbers. I don't have any attachment to them as far as like... I don't know, my value or whatever, this podcast could be shut down today and life would go on and I would I would continue to just do my thing in another way. But the numbers speak to you guys. It tells me that you guys are being impacted. It tells me that you guys are coming back to listen more and more and more. 
And it tells me that you're sharing this with your friends as well. In fact, we get emails all the time. Hey, oh man, this episode was so good. I shared it with my buddy. He loved it. Thanks for what you're doing. We get messages like that all the time. And um, what I'm asking of you is if you have been impacted by our content, please leave a rating or a review because it is just going to signal to other guys like you out there who need this kind of help that this podcast could actually serve them. And that's what this podcast is about. It's about serving people. It's about helping you guys and seeing you to that place of sexual integrity so that you can fulfill your dreams, you can walk into your calling, and you can live a fulfilling life. And if that's if that's something you don't want to give to other people, um, then I don't know what you're doing here. Um, but I know the fact that you're listening is because you are that kind of person who wants to help other people. Leaving a rating or review is one of the easiest ways to do it. So at, at an event, um, oh, by the way, you can do it on whatever platform you have, um, like whether you use Overcast, Apple, Spotify, um, just leave it. Leave it wherever it's the most convenient in the app that you listen to. Um, that's going to just make a huge difference for me. So thank you guys in advance. Thanks for listening to my little pitch here. I got asked this question and I thought it was really interesting because um, the reality is this is a very common male experience. The question was, is it okay to engage in locker room talk? And I thought that was a, a, just insightful because obviously the person who's asking is exposed to locker room talk, quote unquote, on a regular basis. And you know, the interesting thing is in today's culture, locker room talk no longer is exclusive to the locker room. It happens everywhere um, because we are much more sexualized than we've ever been before. We're much more open and transparent. And there's a, a bit of an underbelly to that that maybe is not so nice. And, you know, whether it's online or in person, there are hyper-sexualized conversations happening on a regular basis. Now, locker room talk, um, again, there's sort of connotations that come with that term, and I want to just clarify those connotations so that we understand what we're talking about. Locker room talk is, uh, is really openly objectifying women. So it's talking about how hot some girl is, talking about parts of a woman, um, some in some locker rooms they're actually exchanging porn videos. Hey man, check out the, check this video. They're sharing it. Uh, locker room talk might be um, you know talking about sex. You know maybe um, sex that you've had recently or a story you heard about sex. Someone having sex and doing something with a girl, doing something to a girl. Um, again, in a way that's derogatory, that is objectifying the woman, and that is essentially idolizing sex. There's nothing wrong with having a buddy-to-buddy conversation about sex if it's for the sake of transparency, if it's for the sake of connection, maybe it's to get some insight, maybe it's just to share a little bit and let somebody into that area of your life. That is very different than doing it to showboat, doing it to brag, um, doing it with that kind of malice or ill intent. Um, That is what we're talking about with locker room talk. So the question was, is it okay to engage Um, He actually asked it differently because I think that question answers itself, but it was something to the effect of like, what do I do when locker room talk is going on? So this is a a question of self-evaluation, okay? There's no right or wrong. Um, The more correct answer would be disengagement, walk away, do not engage in that conversation, especially if you have a struggle. So if you're still struggling with pornography, um, I would say unless you have been completely clean of porn, masturbation, and all other sexual misbehavior like uh, buying sex and that kind of thing, unless you've been clean of a year, you should be avoiding those environments and those conversations at all costs. 
do not even like don't even look in that direction turn away focus on getting free focus on your integrity get the momentum going in the right direction okay that's that's my like that that should be your stance do not engage in any of it if you're in a conversation and somebody starts going that way number one be quiet okay don't chuckle don't laugh don't smile just be quiet don't even give them a response Yes, that's going to be super awkward. But what price are you willing to pay for your sexual integrity? Just be silent. They're going to be like, dude, what the heck? And then you can just say, oh, I don't really engage in that kind of conversation. Let's talk about something else. And then you give them the choice, right? So they might say, no, come on, man, da, 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 da. And if they keep pushing, you can just say, okay, no problem, walk away. Or if they respect it and they're like, okay, no problem, let's talk about something else. Then there you go, crisis averted and you've now drawn a line in the sand. You don't know anybody an explanation. You can explain if you feel comfortable, but you can say, hey, I just don't, I just don't feel comfortable. So the choice is yours. We can keep talking about something else, or if you want to keep talking about this, I'll go elsewhere. Draw that line in the sand. You must protect yourself. Like, don't, don't start, try to convince yourself like, oh, you know, I've been clean for a couple of weeks. I think I can handle a little bit. I think I'm strong enough. No, you're not. Hit a year. Hit a year, and then you and I can talk, okay? But if you have not been fully clean for one whole year, I'm talking fully clean. Like even if you had one slip in the last year, wait till you get to that year point. And then we can talk about what you can and can't expose yourself to. But that is, that's priority number one. I'm serious, guys. Like your, your rules of what you engage with should be crystal clear and they should have no exceptions. Beware of what you engage. It is the most important thing in your recovery. You must pay attention to it. Because many a slips, many a relapses happen because people failed to protect what was coming in. They failed to vigilantly guard the input, whether it's screens, whether it's stuff they were listening to, whether it's people they were hanging out with, places they were going, whatever it might be. Draw the line and draw it clearly. Your life is not going to be like that forever. It's not always going to be that extreme. But if you had to do it for a year so that you could be free for the rest of your life, would you do it? Wouldn't you be crazy not to? So just remember that, okay? Now, if you've had a year, okay, so you've been clean for a year, now, now you must pay attention to yourself. You must ask yourself, what can I handle? All right, so if you're not clean for a year, disengagement, period. If you've been clean for a year, the question is, can I handle it? What can I handle? Am I going to be triggered? Because if you're going to be triggered, again, it's just not worth your time. There's nothing to gain and everything to lose by engaging in locker room talk, engaging in those kind of derogatory conversations. I've been clean for six and a half years. So when I was first clean, I continued to keep the boundaries pretty tight. I will hear people now, like I'm in certain groups where, you know, people say stuff that I'm like, oh, that's yikes. But it doesn't trigger me. It's just like, dude, you're better than that, right? So I'm just at a place now where it doesn't really trigger me. I am not intentionally going out of my way to engage in locker room talk. If it happens and people are talking that way, um, I, I will either, I will do one of two things. One is I will either disengage still because sometimes that statement is stronger than engaging and trying to like steer the conversation or I'll be like, hey guys, can we talk about something else? Like I'm really not comfortable or I don't think that's, I don't think that's appropriate. Um, 
And again, like people are going to look at you funny. They're probably going to think differently of you. I don't care. Like I don't I don't care. I am way I am way too passionate about those guys living lives of integrity and protecting the women in our society to let those kinds of conversations just take place in my midst. Now, it's very rare that I actually have to say like, "Hey guys, can we can we talk about something else?" Um, you know, I I was actually um I was just traveling recently, you know, I was at my mastermind group and there's some guys in there who are still growing in this area. And, um, you know, one or two of them make kind of these weird, like sexual innuendos, like, you know, like a kind of, that's what she said. Um, but that's what she said can be, I, I think it can be funny. Um, but this one was not, this one was just like, and it was so funny because the whole room just got quiet. Like we were all like laughing and joking and, you know, building on each other's little one-liners and then this guy said it and it was everyone was just like, oh, um, yeah, I can't do too much about that one, man. And he he felt like, again, it just, it made it really clear like, oh, okay, I have crossed the line, right? That is too far. So is it okay to engage in locker room talk? Um, generally, no. Uh, you can if you want, um, but you, you have to hit at least a year of freedom, I would say. And then you have to start paying attention to what you can and can't handle. Now, the other thing, and, and this is actually very important, is the frequency, right? So like like I said, for me, it's rare that I actually find myself in these scenarios because of the people that I spend time with and the way I've structured my life. I've made some pretty good choices and I'm, I'm very conscious of my lifestyle um, and who I'm spending my time with. If this is a regular occurrence, maybe there's a group of guys at work or um, you, know, you play sports and you're seeing these people regularly... Um, I, I would pick your spots where you're going to come in and maybe try to assert yourself a little bit more like, hey, can we talk about something else? Um, especially if they're not really responsive to it. If they're like, no, man, this is what we do or uh, we're actually going to talk about whatever we, we want, which they have a right to do so. It's obviously a bit of a jerk move on their part. Um, but if that's the case or that's kind of their decision, then um, then I think you just have to disengage. Like really pick your spots. Uh, don't get too caught up in it. Because if you get caught up in it, then it's going to do more harm than good. Carry on with your life. Enjoy your freedom. Focus on the things that got you free. Uh, make sure that you're doing the things that are going to keep you free. And make those things your priority. So if you get nothing else from this, guys, just pay attention to your input. That's honestly the most important thing. And do not, you do not give into the lie of like, oh yeah, I've been clean for a few months now. I think I can handle a little bit more. If, if that is your mentality, all it reveals is that you still need to mature. You still need to grow up because it is not a question of can I handle it or not? The question is, is it best practice? Is it going to help me? How does it further me in my recovery? We are not trying to reach small goals in recovery. We're not trying to reach 30, 40, 50, 60% of recovery. The goal is a full recovery and you should be hell-bent you should be absolutely set on getting fully free at no sacrifice, no compromise. So that's everything for today, guys. I want to remind you, if you're finding this podcast valuable, please uh, leave a rating, leave a review. The other thing you can do that's really helpful is share this with somebody that you know may benefit, somebody that you know maybe is going through a similar struggle or having a similar conversation with recently, anything like that, share it with them. It means the world to us. And hey, you're going to change somebody else's life in the process. Much love to you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. 
I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.